Hello and welcome to the Queen from Queens podcast. I am back on the podcast every week. Yeah, I already know the deal. Um, every time I come here, it feels like it's been like forever since I came here and recorded. But honestly, I come here once a week, so <laughs> it really it shouldn't feel like that. Um, I'm back on. This is our seventh episode. I have three more episodes and season oh, wow. two already. Yes, right. It's season, going quick. That's what KP said. And season two is over. Like it was honestly this season was special i can't wait to recap um at the end of it and just give you guys a little breakdown um and just you know stay tuned i have two promos coming out maybe two definitely one but maybe two um kp what's good i'm doing all right how about you i'm well how how are you doing tonight i'm doing great you're working looking, you're looking amazing thank you thank you you ready to work of course always always, <laughs> always ready to work like, always i knew it i knew it are you excited for the promo heads up kp is gonna be in my qfq promo that's that's, why i'm so excited that's crazy recording next week do your viewers know what he looks like yeah 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 Yeah. yeah. i've been on an episode oh Oh, that's right that's right Uh you are on an episode and you maybe some people don't maybe that would be so mysterious yeah because because they i was gonna say like they just heard his voice Mm -hmm. they don't know they're gonna be like oh i didn't expect them Mm -hmm. to look like that true Mm -hmm. very true well i'm glad you're here tonight kp thank you so much i'm always happy to be here well what i'm really excited about i'm excited every episode but like this one is a little special because i love you mel (laughs) i love you i'm so honored to be here thank you i'm so so excited mel or melissa are we being are we being no i prefer mel okay because um only my friends and family call me mel okay and so it makes me feel more comfortable i feel like melissa's more like formal i was just gonna say are we gonna be linkedin or are we gonna be instagram <laughs> like which one we're being so nice all right mel it is so mel welcome thank you thank you for coming of course i, I wouldn't miss it i had to have you like you know like you are always been that just sweet girl like you've never given me a bad vibe and like tendencies with some women like they can really just before they speak you already know that you know it's a it's, yeah. it's an awkward situation <laughs> but like i've never had that with you a lot of women are just petty a lot to me it's like what's the point of that Mm -hmm. like women are supposed to uplift each other right you know what i mean if if we don't then who will so why am i gonna sit here and tear somebody down Mm -hmm. when i could just uplift you and we could both succeed you know right and i don't believe in like the mean girl stigma i don't really believe in that like i believe being a nice girl goes a long way 100 percent. like being bougie and having an attitude i don't believe in that i agree I, i feel like that's such a fraud like behavior you know what mm-hmm. i mean but like you've never given that vibe that like you're unapproachable which i really appreciate um how are you i'm good i'm healthy first of all thank god survived like a whole pandemic that mm-hmm. we're still in I, so are we still in a pandemic like are we considered to be in a pandemic you know so? what i i thought so but people don't act like it so i don't know anymore yeah people don't act like it i don't know because like isn't that like a state of being like being in a pandemic like you know the state of the world is in a pandemic are we still in that state like, technically you know yeah I mean? yeah in I terms of so. like are we still quarantined spread or and no? stuff we no. should be able. i mean we should be <laughs> with the way things are looking we we might need to be but i don't think it's gonna happen just because businesses <laughs> can't afford to yeah, yeah. Yeah, last time was rough. We will definitely get into like the pandemic because I feel like um, I spoke a lot of, about it last season, but I kind of like trailed off it this season. But I still think it's super important because some of the things we're going to talk about tonight, uh, maybe some emotional things stem from the pandemic. So definitely mm-hmm. going to get into that. But other than that, how are you? I'm good. You I 
You look amazing. Thank you. No, you real. too, as Thank always. You. Girl, stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've just been working. Mm-hmm. Um, just moved into our first apartment. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm so excited. So maybe a little recap for people that don't know you, because maybe a lot of people that watch do know you. Um, Mel and me know each other from the past. Um, we went to the same school at one point, and she dates a really, really, really... um. <laughs> great guy that i know that i'm friends with him and his brother um red face brandon which is here tonight don't try to be slick brandon he's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna be in the bloopers so y'all gonna see a little brandon what's up brandon what's up what's up how are you i'm good I'm thank great. you for letting me borrow mel for the night <laughs> can i keep her <laughs> he doesn't mean that <laughs> he does not mean that <laughs> oh girl you can come home with me <laughs> she'd be a vibe she'd be a she'd be a vibe at my house for <laughs> sure all right pedaling back um to the pandemic um how it has it's been a year right or in some change a little a year, a year and some change um very serious time honestly when i look back at that time i feel like i started a new life like there was a pre-pandemic life and then a pre like a post-pandemic life that like i feel like i've done a whole like 360 and it's weird and i didn't realize it at first and then when i took a step back and kind of compared these two lives I'm like, wow, a lot has changed and a lot has happened. Do you feel that way? Yeah, 100%. Because imagine like being trapped in the house for so long, you have nothing but your thoughts. So it can become depressing. It can become like make you anxious. But to be honest, like if you come out on the other side of it stronger, like, you know, that's a at least something positive came out of it at least it wasn't completely negative you you evolved you turned into a better person maybe i mean i know so many people who during quarantine started a business and right here right i I started a business during i mean Mm -hmm. it's incredible and a lot of people wouldn't have done that if it wasn't for quarantine it's so true so you don't know what thoughts and what ideas can come to mind when you have so much time to yourself that is so true but that can also be a negative thing yeah you know how was your quarantine give me a little breakdown on how you spent it how you felt okay (laughs) she said okay (laughs) you know when you start with the okay it's like so the main thing that i was really doing during quarantine was reading i read so many books like throughout the i don't even how long were we in quarantine like eight months yeah probably so i read 15 books wow in eight months i feel like i definitely could have read more people read more yeah but But um, that's a good start but i hadn't actually had time to sit down and actually read since I was like in high school because when I was in college I was working and it was just hard I I couldn't do something that I love to do anymore so during quarantine I just I read and I read and I read and it it's like an escape from reality so it kind of kept me afloat during quarantine Mm -hmm. because when you read you can go somewhere else you know like I wasn't in my room anymore Mm -hmm. I was I was inside of a book somewhere Mm -hmm. so that really helped um and also I was still living with my parents at the time. They recently moved to Florida and they took my dog with them. Oh, <laughs> but, oh my God, I hurt for yeah, you. Oh my God. A dog love is like <laughs> totally different. Like yeah. for real. Mm-hmm, um, but my dog helped me get through quarantine a lot too. That's super, super mm-hmm. um, great. I hear a lot of pets were very useful during quarantine oh because some people were completely alone, mm-hmm. like in their apartment. I can't imagine. 
I cannot imagine. Me neither. But like a part of me is like I would like it for like a month, and then after yeah, the but after that, done, I mean, eight I'm months. Like, oh no, 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 I'm done. Like you know, because at first I feel like everyone had this like I want to call it like a timeline in quarantine. It started right, and everyone's like, yeah, like we don't gotta no go work. outside, no work. <laughs> we get in unemployment. We inside. Oh, remember we when do? they were giving that extra six hundred a week? Uh, oh girl, I, I was remember. like, keep it coming. <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real, that was a time for real. And then, like, it started declining. They're like, no, we're actually locked in our house and we can't even see the people we want to see. Like, that was scary. It's a reality check mm-hmm. for real. Like, it's such a reality. Like, there's people that couldn't see their families or, like, their friends. And, like, I really went crazy. Yeah. I'll give you a breakdown of my quarantine for real. I worked out almost every day. Um, that's when I started working out too. So yeah. like, yeah. So like, um, what we touched on before, how like a passion can be built out of quarantine. Mm-hmm. That's so true. That happened as well. I also read a lot. Um, not as much as you though. Not fifteen books. I binged a lot of shows. Oh yeah. Oh, who didn't though? You know what show I can never watch again because it reminds me of quarantine. Tiger uh, King. Yeah. <laughs> Mel, get the out of here is that what you're gonna say on my podcast because that's exactly what i was yeah. gonna say you see we're right here <laughs> i cannot watch that show i can't even like think about it like but doesn't it feel like you watched that like three years ago though no it does that was it like feels a like year ago. ago no it, it does feel like forever ago but like it, it gives me this bad taste in my mouth yeah, like that know? was like the height of quarantine though mm-hmm. when that came out and it's like these people are so crazy so crazy <laughs> when you thought it couldn't get any worse it just got worse and worse and, and, worse. Worse and it worse. was a good show though i didn't watch it <laughs> you never watched it no it's hilarious i suggest you watch it at least once it's, See, it's I'm, weird i'm it's, heavy into anime so okay okay you know. so you probably wouldn't like it eh. it's probably not your vibe not but really. kp when i'm telling you these people are country i saw clips oh, man but like country with a twist like i don't know how to like describe it but they do have issues no i saw for clips real. no for sure <laughs> i definitely saw clips involved. she definitely killed that man um <laughs> allegedly I, I okay i my theory is that she fed him to a tiger oh no i for really do sure. yeah. that because how like for sure how Where, can you prove that right and they never found him right no yeah, never i don't found think him. so Mm-mm. she no. tried to say he went to like costa rica or something like yeah, that girl. and costa rica he took a long vacation <laughs> <laughs> no for a fact but a lot of a lot of good things from quarantine like you know spending time with myself i definitely wrote a lot of poems during quarantine um which i really appreciated which i spoke about on the podcast a million times um but a lot of negative things i feel like at that time i was going through a little situation so the best remedy for me when i'm going through something is going out you know and like getting my mind off it but like i didn't even have an option to even like go to dinner like or even like sit down you feel me would you say you're outgoing or like not mel i'm both okay so explain it depends on the situation so i i do think of myself as a social butterfly if i'm put in any situation i could make a friend Mm -hmm. i will make a friend Mm -hmm. and i'll find a way Mm -hmm. um but if i walk into a room and like i'm by like I'm by myself. I don't know anybody. It's kind of like, oh, I'm kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. Like everybody knows each other uh-huh. and now I'm just here. But I don't know. As long as I have a friend with me, mm-hmm. then I can kind of ease my way into it. But if I'm by myself, it's kind of like, eh. It depends. Yeah. You got to read the room. Exactly. Yeah. 
Key number one to life, read the room, people. Mm -hmm. Like, reading the room dictates how you act. Like, and I'm a big believer in that as well. So when you say you're both, I can definitely relate because there are times where I just want to be home for the night and I don't want to go out. I don't Mm want to be around people. But there's times where it's like, nah, I got to make it a mission to go out tonight. Like, you know. I feel that. You feel me? But it's also like a lot of people use going out as an unhealthy way to get over their problems. Like, you know, go out I don't know, maybe drinking. Binge drinking. There you go to the mm-hmm. club and stuff. So like it's it's important to make healthy decisions uh, for a fact. And when talking about healthy decisions in quarantine, I feel like I made the most unhealthy decisions during quarantine. You. Girl. <laughs> I told you I gained 20 pounds during quarantine. <laughs> Honestly, I told Mel she looks amazing like <laughs> you. the booty the thighs the everything i'm here for it Thank i you. love it i need to just so but what do you mean like you gained 20 pounds how did that happen give me a breakdown girl i was just eating <laughs> i was using food as a coping mechanism during covid during i mean during quarantine we're still in covid um but like i would eat when i was bored i would eat when i was watching a series i would eat when i was sad i would eat when i was hungry yeah. I would eat when I wasn't hungry uh-huh. so it's just like and then we got out of quarantine and it was hard to break out of that habit because now I developed an unhealthy relationship with food because it was a coping mechanism and I, I you know would eat it when I was stressed and it was yeah. just like oh my god I have to relax mm-hmm. and we actually bought a gym membership in January love that um I have not been going <laughs> And she said that with her whole chest. She said, I have so, not been going. <laughs> Brandon goes to the gym like five di- five times a week. Good for you. And um, I just haven't, I, I commend him for it. Why don't you go with him? I had been. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, like, we work on different body parts. Mm. And um, I have really bad gym anxiety. I feel really, that. I don't know what I'm doing at the gym. I feel and, that. Like, so, like, you can watch all the videos you want, but your form's not going to be perfect the first time mm-hmm. you do it. And if you're by yourself, like, nobody's going to be there to correct you on it. And I had somebody at the gym come up to me and tell me, like, you're doing that wrong. You look stupid. You're lying. I swear. I swear. And Someone when, you didn't know? Somebody I didn't know, a complete stranger. He was a trainer, not from the gym, but like he was a trainer uh-huh. that was working out at the gym. Wow. And um, how disrespectful. It seemed like he was just trying to get me as like a client, but I was like, that's, that's not the way not to do way. it. First yeah. of all, you could have just been like, let me help you. I don't want you to hurt yourself. You know, it's not about what you say. It's about how, how you, you say, say it. it. Right. And like hospitality is everything. Like, right. That's I'm so pissed at that. That killed my spirit. Yeah. So after that, I was like, yo, I'm not coming to the gym no more. I didn't want to be here in the first place. Like. I'm out. I'm not coming anymore. And then, like, here and there, I'll still go. But I just, I don't know. I need to get over it. I feel like I'm too in my head. I'm too worried about other people watching me. That's step yeah, one. That's, that's step one. But as someone, I don't have a gym membership, but I still consistently work out. I work out at home. I work out on my roof um, a lot. Um, but why don't you start there? Start by yourself, literally, like, in front of a mirror or something. And start doing workouts just, like, in the comfort of your own home. And then... You know see yourself see what's not working see what is working and then once you get over that hump go to the gym and try it out like i think step one is not to give bleep this out beep <laughs> <laughs> what people think because i think like you're not doing it for that guy that said mm-hmm. you look stupid you're doing it for yourself like <laughs> you're doing it for you like you feel me and at the end of the day it's just like an outlet for you mel mm-hmm. so like the more self-care you put into yourself the better you feel i will say that when i was working out because i had been going to the gym with him six mm-hmm. times a week mm-hmm. and i i felt 
really, really good all the time. Like, I just felt good because your body just releases endorphins and you just, you're like on a gym high. Like from working out, your body's like, thank you. (laughs) Thank you for exercising. And you feel good just like knowing you're capable of doing something like that. Like your body works this way. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I recommend the gym to anybody, but I recommend just fitness. Like, because you have to be realistic. Some people can't go to the gym or like they're incapable of it, but that doesn't mean they can't be fit. You know, there's so many alternatives, but as long as you're moving your body, that's what counts. Like, that's really what counts. I have to tell you. Mm-hmm. So my dad is in his 60s and he's the most fit person I know. Stop. Which is so crazy. Yeah. Like, he doesn't have a gym membership. He does not go to the gym. He works out seven days a week. Wow. At home. Like, he made, like, a home gym for himself. God bless him. And um, he goes on a four-mile bike ride every single day i can't even do that when we went to go visit my parents because um they moved to florida Mm -hmm. recently so when we went to go visit my parents my dad was so excited because he bought bikes for me and brandon (laughs) so that when we go we could go with him on his bike rides Uh and um he smoked us stop he well me anyway Uh brandon was able to keep up Uh but i was in the back like i can't breathe i can't breathe it's hot like i'm so out of shape Mm -hmm. like i want to go home Mm -hmm. my dad's like come on come on you guys are so slow he's in his 60s i think it's a mental thing it definitely is it's honestly like it doesn't matter what age you are like if your body could be like 25 and you could be 60 like you know what i mean as old as you feel as you feel like you know so it's really like he must be a very positive person yeah, yeah you have must, no idea he must be super positive he's so chill mm-hmm. like you if my dad is mad if you see my dad mad it's because you did something it's stupid. a good reason yeah you 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 got him mad yeah, but my you, dad doesn't really get mad he's the most level-headed person i know like one of the most level-headed people i know i love that mm-hmm. but we also touched on that we said 25 is the new 50 <laughs> i told you the day i woke up on my why 25th birthday that? and my knees were hurting but why is that i really go on social media a lot and see people like my back is hurting my knees is hurting like i feel so old like and there's moments where i wake up and i feel so old like, i do not know and i'm not old we're in our 20s how are we gonna right. feel when we hit 30 i know and that kind, it's all downhill it's concerning but th- it comes back to what i said the mental thing like i think it's a mentality thing also um that we probably wake up on the wrong side of the bed and it's just like you know but these knees do crack so like it can't be a <laughs> mental thing listen one can only pray for meg the Stallion knees we can't all oh, be meg i know i try i really try i'd be practicing <laughs> i really really try but she got it she really got i don't it. know how like her yeah. knees are for strong. the gym thing why doesn't brandon just be your bodyguard you should just like be right there brandon while she's working <laughs> out like you know excuse me keep it pushing you know what it is i'm very and i can admit this mm-hmm. i'm very transparent about it mm-hmm. i'm stubborn and i like when he like tries to correct me on something i'm like no like i know what i'm doing shut mm. up and so that also yeah <laughs> that also kind of affects it yeah. that's also why we didn't really work out so much together when mm-hmm. i was in the gym because yeah. i'm i'm hard-headed you gotta I don't like be, to be told about myself <laughs> you gotta be open to criticism <laughs> yeah now yeah that's it's true thing. no it is true let me tell you when i first started my podcast some people had not so nice things to say but like they weren't trying to be malicious they were just trying to guide me and now mm-hmm. i look back at what they said and i fix those things mm-hmm. and i see that my podcast looks like you know better from like that bad criticism and at the time did I take it personal? Hell mm-hmm. yeah. I was like, you're not going to tell me what I have to <laughs> say and how I say it and all that. But you got to be open to feedback. Like, mm-hmm. actually, fun fact, we're going to take a little step. 
when I recorded the episode with Brandon, Brandon posted it on his Instagram, and somebody Brandon knew said this mean comment about me. Said like I said um too much or something. Who? Like you know, I don't know. I don't remember at all. I'm gonna go back and look. No, he deleted it though. That's how that's how real Brandon is. He deleted it. Um, but oh, he deleted the comment. Yeah, he deleted the comment, and I don't know. The guy said that I said um too much, something like along those lines. I don't remember. And I commented back, and I'm like, you know, this is my podcast. Like you know, I really am comfortable on it so sometimes i just you know use my everyday language mm-hmm. on the podcast and i'm like but thanks for your feedback and like i just killed him with kindness like mm-hmm. i remember i did reply do you remember you probably don't yeah you pro- i don't know who it was i don't remember who it was but like it's funny and i just recently thought about that situation too because that's when i felt like hurt like, yeah you know but like i i once I before I replied, I thought I could be a real bitch, mm-hmm. or I could be real professional and get my LinkedIn on, and you know, <laughs> and be the host of QFQ, like right, you know, and like just take the criticism and keep it pushing. You feel me? Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I don't know that man, you know, but but I'm moral sure that of the story. if he didn't say that, you wouldn't have tried to work on it, right? And now I don't say um as much right. for sure. He definitely put that in my head. Mm-hmm. You see, you see. so don't take like what people say as bad things. Like half the time what people say, it's personal, like to themselves. Like they're reflecting what they feel on themselves. Like, you know, like you've, ever, you've ever met someone so negative, they're probably negative because their life sucks. Like not, not anything to do with you, but it's That's just so like true. personally their life just mm-hmm. sucks, you know? So like you gotta worry about you and do you, you know? That's true. But I love that we sidetracked a little. That was a good <laughs> that was a good sidetrack gang for real. I love that. I forgot um, what we were talking about. Quarantine. <laughs> so we're gonna double back on quarantine. So Mel, I don't know if you remember this. Last time you were here last year with Brandon, you spoke to me that you have anxiety and mm-hmm. then I had told you that I also have anxiety. Um my anxiety and as is yours is very different and i always talk about how like um anxiety is so broad and sometimes when you tell somebody you have it they're like what is it and you Mm -hmm. really you can't even kind of explain it at times because it's different for everyone so your answer might be different from mine right but it's like am i nervous am i fearful am i surprised like what am i feeling you Mm -hmm. know and it's hard sometimes like that's why they call anxiety the invisible disease because you know you can't get a, a clear picture of it you can't get an x-ray of it like it's just literally something you feel and i've read that more than half america of americans have anxiety i think it's one of the most common um mental health disorders definitely i think definitely. so uh right next to depression maybe yeah probably for sure yeah it's it's crazy the statistics mm-hmm. on it it's just like it is so crazy but um i kind of want to touch it for the viewers tonight um there's probably a million people that watch this podcast or just know us personally that deal with anxiety so maybe some tips and tricks maybe we could talk about our journeys um Mm -hmm. but yeah what has it been like for you um and how long have you had it so i was officially diagnosed at 16 Mm -hmm. um but I think I've I think I've just always had anxiety, to be honest. I remember my first panic attack at like 11 or 12 years old and like say like what does an 11 or 12 year old have to worry about? Right. But, you know, it's so it's just I like to describe anxiety as like a wave because you can go a really long time without it and without mm-hmm. it. And you can be so good, like you're good. You're in the right place mentally, like everything is great. 
or you can be really really like low like having panic attacks every day scared to leave the house like worried about something that happened three years ago or something that hasn't even happened yet and um my anxiety manifests in like a lot of what if thoughts i don't know if it's like that for you but um I'm always like, oh, well, what if this happens? And what if that happens? And what if this doesn't go my way? Or what if I look stupid or blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I actually had a therapist one time tell me, okay, what if it does happen? And I couldn't answer her. Cause I'm like, well, what if it does? <laughs> I don't know. She's like, well, are you gonna die? Are you gonna drop dead? And I'm like, I guess not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that really put things into perspective for yeah. me. Um, because I feel like with anxiety, you're always on edge. And at least me, like I'm always on edge. I'm always worried about something. I'm always thinking about something. I'm always like criticizing myself. I'm, I'm really hard on myself the, and it's, it's crazy because um, the things that I say to myself, I wouldn't say to Someone another else. person, yeah. right? And it's like, why do you do that to yourself? You're supposed to love yourself. Mm-hmm. And I've been on this, this um, years long self-love journey, like learning how to actually love myself because when love I, that. and actually it started during quarantine now that I think about mm-hmm. it. Um, I came to the realization that I don't think I've ever really loved myself, which is really sad when you think about it, right? Like I've always been like insecure and had like confidence issues and I think it stems from anxiety. And so um, during quarantine, I kind of just tried to like reflect on that and try to get in touch with like who I really am. And you know, if you don't love yourself, you're not gonna allow anybody else to love you. And my mental health disorders have really affected my relationships, my friendships, my relationship with Brandon. Like it, it has had some negative effects on my relationships. And so like when you realize that you are the problem, you can do the work that you have to do in order to get better. Yeah. You know, I think you just gave such a great summary, Mel. like for <laughs> real. Um, let's start from the beginning, because that was a really good summary of like literally what anxiety can be and what it can even touch on in your life um you said you st- like you had a panic attack when you were 11 and 12 did you know it was anxiety no and let me give you a little uh, mm-hmm. story about that yeah um it started as like chest pain mm. which i know now to be heart palpitations mm-hmm. right like when you have a panic attack your mm-hmm. heart is pounding and it feels like you're having a heart attack i don't know what that feels like but that's right. the best way i can explain it right um and then all of a sudden I was hyperventilating and I was like 11 or 12. So my dad panicked. He was just like, oh my God, like something's going yeah. on. He called an ambulance. And I went to, I mean, the the EMTs came to the house mm-hmm. and they put like some, like something on my chest just mm-hmm. to monitor my heart. Um, and they were like, they like everything's normal. normal. I don't know. They took me to the hospital. They did a bunch of tests. They're like, you had a panic attack. Yeah. And I was just like, do you oh remember God. what triggered it? I don't remember. Mm. It probably nothing, to be honest. Yeah, just the moment of yeah doubt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the way that you explain anxiety as a wave, I so agree. There are times where I go months without anxiety, and I think I'm good. I think I'm in the clear, you know. But surely enough, it creeps back up somehow, some way, in like this point in my life that I may be stressed or something different may be happening like change or something along those lines um i think that's such a great way to put it like a wave because so many people go with this period they think they're okay and then boom it hits them and if you're prepared that's great but sometimes when it just comes out of nowhere um it could be rough for sure um 
and I'm so glad you're on your self-love journey I have been on my self-love journey I must say like three years and you never get off it never ever ever get off it um you just add more years to it um because the love never stops you know what I mean you always have to put that work in for yourself you know um and it's little things like taking time away from people and having a bath like Mm -hmm. you know or getting a pedicure getting a pedicure Mm -hmm. or like I don't know people some people might think this weird I don't think this is weird I love going to dinner or lunch by myself like to a restaurant and sitting there by myself I did that for the first time recently I love that and I the reason that I had never done it before that Mm -hmm. was because I thought it was weird I'm like Mm -hmm. I'm gonna sit here by myself and like have nobody to talk to like Mm -hmm. just like stare at people eating but to be honest with you it was awesome it's amazing i didn't have to keep up a conversation with anybody i could just enjoy Enjoy my food food. yeah just look around and observe people and it was awesome so the trick is for it to not be weird put your airpods in and like listen to a podcast listen to music or i'll listen to like an episode of something and just have it there or you know just so like i'm like entertained and i'm also people watching as well but I literally love going to dinner by myself. I don't think it's weird. I, I And I find it strange. I think it's an anxiety thing that people think it's weird or like a safety thing maybe, but it's not really unsafe. I like the movie theater alone. Love the movie theater alone I've never done too. that either. Oh, you have to do that. Oh, girl, you just That's sit good. there. It's a vibe. <laughs> I don't got to cuddle with somebody. Like, you know, because when you're with on a date, you kind of yeah. got to cuddle, you feel me? Mm-hmm. But that's the best, the movie theater vibe. That's yeah. for sure. That's a great, but... Back to the self-love thing. Um, what are you doing to make yourself feel good? Like, what are the tips and tricks? Give me a little. To be honest, mm-hmm. it starts with my self-talk. That's where it starts because um, I don't just suffer from anxiety. I also suffer from uh, depression, which is yeah. it's chronic depression. So it's something called dysthymia, um, which is a chronic long-term kind of depression like it never goes away you just it's always there so um something that is associated with that is like a lot of negative thinking patterns and it's taken a lot of therapy a lot of you know trying to a lot of exercises to try and break myself out of that cycle because it really becomes a habit like when you suffer from depression and anxiety it becomes like a vicious cycle because you've been telling yourself these negative thoughts for so long that you don't know anything else. So you have to, like you said, you have to actively work on it. You have to actively try to break those negative habits and negative thinking patterns. So for me, my self-love starts there, like telling myself, you know, you're not useless and worthless. You are worthy, you're strong, you're capable, you're able, you know? and. I think that's really important mm-hmm. for everyone to tell themselves. And I I love seeing those videos of people saying those things to their kids and having their kids repeat yeah, in it. The mirror. That's where it starts, uh-huh, you know? And for sure. I, I mean, I intend to do that when I have kids in the future. Yeah, for sure. I think word is very powerful. Like, word itself is very powerful. So whatever you say to yourself, um, towards your business, towards your degree towards anything you do in life like that's the path that is going to go on like maybe we can tie this with manifestation like you know i was just gonna say that yeah Mm -hmm. like when you manifest something you can't be negative about it Mm -hmm. after you manifest it because it's not gonna follow through Mm -hmm. because you're not putting that positive intent to it you know what i mean so it definitely starts with talking with the word and i've never tried that can you believe that i've never spoke to myself 
in that way you know never maybe I, sh I show myself love in different ways but i don't i've never sat in a mirror and, and you know did affirmations but you know what everybody's mm -hmm. journey is different yeah for sure oh so. that's for sure that's for sure i would love to um it's just like can you make up your own affirmation can i just of course you, know, you can i yeah. don't know like, to say like you're a goddamn queen yeah right mm -hmm. like, <laughs> like you got this right for sure well if that's the case i have always i always give myself a pep talk like every episode i give myself a pep talk i'm on my way here i'm in the uber i'm on the bus i'm giving myself a pep talk like you know i'm like you know we're gonna have a good episode mm -hmm. this this guest is gonna be good i have a good vibe what did i say today when i walked in you had a good vibe from today i said i have a great feeling yeah. for today i, I said, love that i said i have yeah. a great feeling for today like i just I, I did like I knew you were coming so I knew it was gonna be amazing I, I was so excited yeah to come to I was thinking about it all day looking forward I, to it all day like yay I know <laughs> I was so excited just to see you like you're always a good time um so I want to switch gears a little bit so I'm so happy Brandon is here you know why I'm happy you're here Brandon <laughs> because before I we started I asked Mel if it was okay I talked about your guys's relationship because I wanted to ask her what's the secret to a long-term relationship so I'm glad you're here so you can listen to you know what she has to say uh-oh <laughs> she's gonna be nice he's I nervous he's like sweating over there. no it's, it's all positive <laughs> things you know so give me a little backstory about you and Brandon so Brandon and I uh we started like talking i guess not officially dating when we were 17. wow so babies in mm -hmm. high we were seniors in high school um what happened was we both didn't have prom dates and we were like in the same friend circle so we're just like hey you want to go to prom okay and <laughs> that's how that happened i love that and then um we started talking more and then started to like each other um i was 18 when we started dating he was 17 because we're i think four months apart oh she, she's older than yeah, you. yeah a cool girl Ooh, heard you <laughs> <laughs> um but that's how that mm. came about um so i we've never been knew that ever since you yeah. know i never knew that part i love that high school sweethearts my parents are high school sweethearts um and i just I just love that whole dynamic. My brother and his wife are high school sweethearts, and I guess I skipped the gene, but you feel me? <laughs> I skipped the gene. You got something else in store for you. I don't, I don't, I don't pressure that too much. You know what I mean? Um, but I remember you guys in high school. Believe it or not, I remember you guys like being little flirty. Like I remember <laughs> all of that. I remember Matt and you guys, all three of you guys together. I, I remember all that, and it's like I vaguely remember too. <laughs> and it's so crazy because I've always followed both of you on social media and tried to keep in touch, you know, through that way. And I've seen you guys grow through the years. And honestly, I love that. I love seeing long term relationships. I love seeing two good people together as well. Like that really does make me hopeful. Not, you know, like it's real. Love is real. Mm -hmm. Could you believe that? A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. And it's not easy. I'm not going to sit up here and lie like, oh, we're perfect. We have Obviously. the best relationship. Right. We never fight. It's hard. Yeah. And I don't I don't exempt you guys from that because you guys aren't perfect. But like still, there's like foundation. And that's the f like the first step to anything is foundation. Um, so this is what I really I've thought about this question. Like, what is the secret to a long term relationship? I really wanted to ask you. I've been wanting to ask you like privately even like, what is it? 
I feel like there's no one answer. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of things that come into play when it comes to having Mm -hmm. a successful relationship. And we're so young, so Mm -hmm. I don't have all the answers. Yeah, of course. Um, But for us, I think what's kept us together, number one is love, obviously. We love each other. We care about each other. That's number one. Um, But communication and understanding is so important in a relationship. Because if you're not communicating with each other, then you're not getting to the root of your issues and you're not you know, trying to understand each other. Um, Compromising is also Mm, really big. People don't ever talk about that. You have to compromise. You have to. You have to because um, people have this like... It's my way or that's it. thought Mm -hmm. that like you have to agree with your partner about everything. And you're two separate individuals. You can never agree on everything. You're always going to have like... Not always, but you'll have differing opinions on certain things. And Mm so um, you have to meet in the middle and if you don't then one of you is gonna be unhappy that's so so true Mm -hmm. that's something else that's really i feel like important also um forgiveness another one nobody ever talks about that you have to forgive your partner you can't hold it over their head forever yes how do you feel like you work on that one because i think i have a problem with that personally in my relationships in general it takes a lot of work um the thing is, like, if you really love somebody and you really want to make things work, you 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 don't have a choice but to forgive them, right? Yeah. So it's like, what's your what else is your option? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm again, we're not perfect. Yes, I was 18 when we started dating. Mm-hmm. Um, I had been holding grudges for a very long time yes. over his head because you know we had gone through some stuff and. I would hold it over his head and that's not fair yeah it's not sure. fair to hold something over somebody's head yeah. especially if you decided to forgive them because that if you're holding a grudge you didn't really forgive them yeah of you're course. just throwing it back in their face when yeah. it's convenient uh-huh. for you and you're it's just like, saving face basically. exactly yeah, uh-huh. yeah so forgiveness is is really important Key. and mm-hmm. i feel like that's universal Mm -hmm. and you know forgiveness isn't never for the other person it's for you you know 100 for you to be set free you know what i I mean like can you from being in a long-term relationship what's the number one relation um lesson you've learned from it oh god and you started so young so (laughs) i'm I'm pretty sure you've learned like something from being 18 to now can we say your age i'm 25 25 from 18 (laughs) to 25 always always ask a lady that (laughs) oh no i'm not ashamed Mm -hmm. um wow i never thought about that before um i know right wow you said what's one thing i learned about myself or in general general. if if it's from from yourself that's even better what have you learned about yourself um that's the most important lesson right wow Mm -hmm. um about myself, I, I I learned a lot. Brandon's mm-hmm. helped me really come to a lot of realizations about That's myself. The key, actually, yeah. mm-hmm. um, because I have so many struggles with my mental health, I feel like he really has played a major role in my support system. So he's always like, he's always had my back. He always um, is super positive, and he's like, you know, you can do this. You can, you know, don't ever talk down on yourself. You're so hard on yourself. Like, let's just do this. Let's get it done. Um, he's gotten me through so much. Um, wow, it's so crazy to think about. I know you guys literally grew up like with each other. Did. You know, yeah. It's and that's super special. I you feel know? like that's also why though a lot of relationships that start so early, a lot of high school sweethearts don't make it mm-hmm. because they can't. Grow. You're so young mm-hmm. and 
you have to understand i'm 25 now i'm not the same person i was when i was 18 for sure so neither from, is brandon though exactly you know? uh-huh. yeah we're not the same people yeah. so every day you're falling in love with a different version of yeah, each other sure. and so like we've continued to fall in love with each other over the years like i i'm in love with a different version of him now than i was when i was 18 yeah so it's like that's something that's that's important, important. Yeah. yeah definitely have to water each other and watch each other grow you know that's the way to make it for sure so for us single girls though what are some red flags we should look for when dating tell us tell us the tea what what should we what should we look what should we look for that's just like "Mm, he not the one you know he not the one that we gonna grow with (laughs) you know um you know, for us single girls, I gotcha. Yeah. Fellow single girl. <laughs> let me just say, don't ever let a man gaslight you. Mm. Talk That's about it. That's number one. What does gaslighting mean? Gaslighting is like, let's say you approach him about something that you witnessed him do or you, you saw something happen. And he kind of like flips it on you and he's like, no, you're crazy. That didn't happen. It basically makes you question your own sanity. Definitely been a victim of so, that. So, and a lot of, I don't want to say men because women do it too. A lot of people in general mm-hmm. will gaslight and that's so unhealthy. It's for just sure. not good for a relationship. It's not good for any relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, another red flag is be, it's like, look out for pathological, pathological lying. Duh. Mm-hmm. Like, of course. Yes, I mean, obviously. For sure. Um, that's really... That happens often. That really people are liars out here. Did y'all know that? Especially because of the internet. The, yeah. the internet. Yeah. The internet is a lie. Instagram is a lie. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, for sure. Um, I think also pay attention to how a man is treating other women, mm. not just mm. you, because how a man, especially his mom, yes. and if he has any sisters, because I believe that how a man treats his mom and sisters is how he's going to treat all women in his life. For sure. And so, yeah, you know what sure. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you That's have to pay attention fact. to things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Those are good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I heard it here first. If y'all want to <laughs> be in a relationship for a long time, don't look at the red flags. They're not they're not green. They red, people. Well, Mel, thank you for being on. Of course. I had such a great time. Thank you for thank having you me. Thank you so much. It was such a, a treat. Blast. I know. This is amazing. <laughs> I feel like we covered a lot. We sure did. I feel like we always vibing. That's always. That's always. Just... Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Any last words? I don't think so. Where can, where can <laughs> the people time. find you? Um, On Instagram. Uh, what is, I don't even know what my ad is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's Maleficent period underscore or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I could go on my followers and just try. To It'll be in, in the description. Or It'll, that. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be in the description. Got KP gotcha. KP, where can the people find you? Uh, in the description, but at the real KP three <laughs> on Instagram, and then of course at Rec Room Studio R E C K R U M Studio. Brandon, thank you for coming. Thank you. You want you want to plug yourself? he's like follow me on instagram (laughs) Instagram, red face sound (laughs) sound space studio sound space nyc excuse me follow brandon follow mel follow kp everybody and of course follow me you can follow the podcast at qfq podcast you can follow me at the risk math t-h-e-r-i-s-m-a-v um subscribe comment like watch repost tell your mama to watch tell your cousin to watch (laughs) tell your sister to watch my mom is so excited 
it, I was like, I'm, ah! I'm going on my friend's podcast today. And she's like, make sure you send it to me. So hi, mom. Shout out to Mel's mom. Oh, that's so sweet. That's so, so sweet. My mom um, watches. Shout out to KP. It's, I yeah. shout out to mom about yeah, three it's, episodes it's pretty, so far. Yeah, awesome. Shout out to KP's mom. Shout out to my mom, too. Shout out Facts. to Brenda's shout out to mom. Everybody's mom. Shout out to the moms, for real. And my dad, too. Thank you, Mel. You've been a pleasure. Peace.